see, what you should have recorded was when you said I was, what did you say? I was undermining the authority of a man. Yeah, see, you don't want to put that on your podcast because you know what? You'll fail. You'll fail miserably because you're undermining a woman. Me, that is. Because at the end of the day, if you think that you can sit there and talk shit about your viewers and your listeners and think that you're going to get anywhere in life, bruh, you're going to go nowhere. I guarantee told you that shit. Then on top of that, when you start fucking with one of his children, guess what happens? Your shit goes straight down the fucking toilet, you ignorant son of a bitch. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Weeping One podcast. I am your host, Weeping, and today we will be reading the Willie Lynch letter in its entirety. Yes, the Willie Lynch letter, the making of a slave. But first, make sure you go to Uncle Moe's on Plank Road. That's Uncle Moe's Deli on Plank Road. Buy one Uncle Moe burger, get one Uncle Moe burger free. Use special promo code the weeping one forward slash UMB five 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 seven. Use special promo code the weeping one forward slash UMB five 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 seven and get those burgers. They're very good. Now, let's read this Willie Lynch letter. In my next few episodes, we will break it down. This speech was delivered by Willie Lynch on the banks of the James River in the colony of Virginia in 1712. Lynch was a British slave owner in the West Indies. He was invited to the colony of Virginia in 1712 to teach his methods to slave owners there. The term lynching derived from his last name. Greetings, gentlemen. I greet you here on the banks of the James River in the year of our Lord, 1712. First, I shall thank you, the gentlemen of the colony of Virginia for bringing me here. I am here to help you solve your problems with slaves. Your invitation reached me on my modest plantation in the West Indies, where I have, where I have experimented with some of the newest and still oldest methods for controlling slaves. Ancient Rome would envy us if my program is implemented. As our boat sailed south on the James River, named for our luxurious king, whose version of the Bible we cherish, I saw enough I saw enough to know that your problem is not unique. While Rome used cards and wood across uh, while Rome uses cards of wood and crosses for standing, human bodies along the highways in great number, you are here using the tree and the rope on occasion. I caught a whiff of a dead slave hanging from a tree a couple of miles back. You are not you are not only losing valuable stock by hanging, you're having uprising, slaves are running away, your crops are sometimes left in the fields too long for maximum profit. You suffer on occasions. Your animals are killed. Gentlemen, you know what your problem are. You know what your problems are, I do not need to elaborate. I am not here to enumerate your problems. I'm here to introduce you to a new method of solving them. In my bag here, I have a foolproof me method 
for controlling your black slaves. I guarantee every one of you that if installed correctly, it will control the slaves for at least 300 years. My method is simple. Any member of your family or overseers can use it. I have it outlined. I have a outline. Excuse me. I have outlined a number of differences among the slaves. And I took these differences and I made them bigger. I use fear, distrust, envy for control purposes. These methods these methods have worked on modest plantations in the West Indies and it will work throughout the South. Take these simple list of differences, take them about with you. On the top of the list is age, but it's only there because it starts with an A. The second color and shade. There is an intelligence, size, sex, size of plantation, status of plantations, plantations, attitude of owners, whether the slave live in the valley, on the hill, east, west, north, south, have fine hair, coarse hair, tall, short, not, no, excuse me. Now that you have a list of differences, I shall give you an outline action. I shall give you an outline of action, but before that, I shall assure you that distrust is stronger than trust. Envy is stronger than adulation, respect, or admiration. The black slaves, after receiving this introduction, indoctrination, shall carry on and will become self-refueling and self-generating for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. Don't forget, you must pitch the old black man versus the young black man, and the young man against the old black man. You must use the dark-skinned slave versus the light-skinned slave. You must use the light-skinned slave against the dark-skinned slave. You must use the female versus the male, the male versus the female. You must also use the servants as servants, and you must also have white servants as overseers who distrust all blacks. But it is necessary that all slaves trust and depend on us. They must love and respect and trust only us. Gentlemen, these kits are your keys to control. Use them. Have your wives and your children use them. Never miss an opportunity. If used intensely for one year, the slaves themselves will remain perpetually distrustful. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, let's make a slave. It was in... It was in the interest and business of slaveholders to study human nature and the slave nature in particular with a view with a view to particular results results. I and many of these obtained astonishing proficiencies in these directions. This they had to deal with the earth, wood, stone, but men and by every regard they have their own safety and prosperity they need they needed to know the material on which they to they were to work consciously and injustice and wrong they were and wrong they were every hour perpetuating and knowing what they were themselves what to do were they the victim of such wrongs they were constantly looking at the first sign of dreaded retribution. They watched, therefore, with skilled and practiced eyes and learned to read with accuracy the state of mind and heart of a slave through his stable face, through his sable face, 
unusually sovereignty, apparently abstractions, sullenness, and indifferences indeed. Any mood out of the common was afforded ground for suspicion, for suspicion, I mean, for suspicion and inquiry. Let's make a slave is a study of a scientific process of man-breaking and slave-making. It, it, the, it describes the results of, an, of the Anglo-Saxon ideas and methods in ensuring the master-slave relationship. Let's make a slave. The original development of a social being called the Negro. Let us make a slave. What do we need? First of all, we need a black nigger male, a pregnant nigger female, and her baby nigger boy. Second, we will use the same basic principle that we use in breaking a horse, combined with some more sustaining factors. What we do with a horse is that we break them from one, from one form of life to another. That is, we reduce them from their natural state in nature. Whereas nature provides them with the with natural capacity to take care of their offspring, we break that natural string of independence from them and thereby created, created a dependency status so, they, so that we may be able to get from them useful production for our business and pleasure. Cardinal Principles for Making a Negro for fear that our future generations may not understand the principles of breaking both the beast together for the nigger and the horse. We understood that short-range planning economics result in periodic economic chaos, so that to avoid turmoil in the economic in the to avoid turmoil in the economy, it requires us to have depth in long-range comprehension planning, articulating both sharp skills and perception, we laid down the following principles for long-range comprehension in economic planning. Both the horse and nigger are both no good for the e economy in the wild or natural state. Both must be broken and tied together for orderly production. For future orderly production, special and particular attention must be paid to the female and the youngest offspring. Both must, both must be crossbred to produce a variety and division of labor. Both must, both, both, both must be taught to respond to a particular new language. Psychologically and physical instruction, psychological and physical instructions of containment must be created for both. We hold these six cardinal principles as truths to be self-evident, based upon following the discuss concern, based upon following this discourses concerning the economic of breaking and tying the horse and the nigger together. All inclusive, all inclusive of the six principles laid down above. Note. Neither principles alone will suffice for good economics. All principles must be implemented and employed for orderly good of the nation. Accordingly, both a wild horse and a wild natural nigger 
is a dangerous it's dangerous even for ordinarily good hold on let's read that again neither principle alone will be suffice for good economics all principles must be employed for orderly good of the nation accordingly both the wild horse and the wild natural nigger is dangerous even even if captured for they will have the tendency to seek their customary freedom and in doing so might kill you in your sleep you cannot rest they sleep when you are awake and you are awake while they are asleep they are dangerous near the family's house and it requires too much labor to wash them away from the house hmm. above all you cannot get them to work in a natural state hence both the horse and the nigger must be broken that is breaking them from one form of mental life to another keep the body take the mind in other words break the will to resist now the breaking process is the same for the both for both horse and the nigger only slightly in very different degrees but as we said before there is an art in long-range economic planning you must keep your eye and thoughts on the female and the offspring of the horse and the nigger a brief discourse in offspring development will shed the light on the key sound economic principles pay attention to the gener generational generations of original breaking but concentrate on future generations therefore if you break the female mother she will break the offspring in early year development and when the offspring is old enough to work she will deliver up deliver it up to you for her for her normal female protective tendencies will have been lost in the original breaking process for example take the case of a wild stud horse a female horse is and a female horse and an already infant horse and compared to breaking process with two captured nigger males in their natural state a pregnant nigger woman with her infant offspring take the stud horse break him from his limited containment completely break the female horse horse until she becomes very gentle whereas you or anybody can ride her in her comfort breed the mare and the stud until you have a desired offspring then you can turn the stud to freedom until you need him again train the female horse whereby she will eat out of the palm of your hand and she will train her infant horse to eat out of your hand also when it comes to breaking an uncivilized nigger use the same process by varying the degrees and step it up the pressure step up the pressure so as to do a complete reversal of the mind take the meanest and the most relentless nigger strip him of his clothes in front of the remaining males and the females and the nigger infants tar and feather him tie each limb to a different horse and face opposite direction set fire to him beat the horses till they pull his limbs apart in front of the remaining niggers the next step is to take a bullwhip and beat the remaining male niggers to a point of death in front of the females and infants don't kill them but put the fear of God in them for he can be used for future breeding breaking the african-american woman take the female and run a series of tests on her to see if she will submit to your desires willing willingly test her in every way 
because she is the most important factor for good economics. If she shows any signs of resistance in, re in submitting completely to you, do not hesitate to use the bullwhip on her to extract the last little bit of bitch out of her. Take care not to kill her, for in doing so, you spoil good economics. When in complete submission, she will train her offspring in the early years to submit to labor where when they become of age. Understanding is the best thing. Therefore, we shall go deeper into the, this area of subject matter concerning what we have produced here. In this breaking process of the female nigger, we have reversed the relationship in her natural uncivilized state she would have a strong dependency on the uncivilized nigger male. And she would have a limit protective tendency towards her independent male offspring and would raise male offspring to be dependent like her. Nature has provided for her this type of balance. We have reversed nature's role by burning and pulling a civilized nigger apart and bull whipping him to, to to the point of death and other all in her presence beating him to his death all in her presence by her being left alone unprotected with the male image destroyed the ordeal causes her to move from a psychological dependent state to a frozen independent state and this ordeal causes her to move from a psychological dependent state to a frozen independent state. In this frozen psychological independent state, she will raise her male and female offspring in reverse roles. For fear of the young male, she will psychologically train him to be mentally weak, dependent, but physically strong. Because she has to become psychologically independent, she will train her female offspring to be psychologically independent as well. Which have, what have you got? You got a nigger woman out in front and a nigger male behind and scared. This is a perfect situation. Out. This is a perfect situation of sound sleep and economics. Before breaking, before the breaking process, we have to be alerted on guard at all times. Now, we can sleep soundly. For out of frozen, for out of frozen fear, of his woman stands guard for us. <laughs> because out of frozen fear, his woman stands guard for us. He cannot get past her early slave molding processes. He is a good tool. Now he is ready to be tied to a horse at a tender age. Wow. By this time, a nigger boy reaches the age of 16, he is soundly broken. He is soundly broken in and ready for a long life of sound, efficient work and to be reproductive, to be a reproductive of a unit of good labor, of a good labor force. Continually, <coughs> excuse me, no COVID. Continually through the breaking of an uncivilized savage niggers by throwing the nigger savage female into a frozen psychologic state of independence by killing the protective male image and by creating a submissive dependent mind of a nigger male slave we have created a, an orbiting cycle that turns on 
is on axis forever unless a phenomenon uh, occurs to reshift the position of the male and female slaves. We show you what we mean by example. Take the case of two economic slave units and examine them close. The Negro male, the Negro marriage. We breed two nigger males with two nigger females. Then we take the nigger male away and then keep moving, keep him moving and working. Say one nigger female bears a female and one bears a nigger male. Both nigger females being without influence of the nigger male image frozen with an independent psychological, frozen with an independent psychiatrist, Psychology, frozen with an independent psychology, wow, will raise their offspring in a reverse position. The one with the female offspring will teach her to be just like her, independent and negotiable. We negotiate, we negotiate with her, through her, by her, negotiations her, negotiates her by her mental dependence and weak, but physically strong. In other words, body over mind. Now, in a few years, with these two offsprings become fertile, the early fertile for early production, reproduction, we will mate and breed them in a continuous cycle. That is good, sound, long-range, comprehensive planning. Warning, possible interloping negatives. Early, we talked about non-economic good of horse and the nigger in their wild and natural state. We talked out, we talked out the principles of breaking and tying them together for orderly reproduction. Furthermore, we talked about paying particular attention to the female savage and her offspring for orderly future planning. Then more recently, we stated that by reversing the positions of the male and the female savages, we created an orbiting cycle that turns on its own axis forever unless a phenomena occurs and reshifts the position of the, resist the, the, the re, reshifts the positions of the males and the female savages. Our experts warned us about possibilities of this phenomena occurring, occurring, for they say that the mind has a strong drive to correct and recorrect itself over a period of time. If it can touch some sustainable, sustainable, or an original historical basis, and they advise us that the best way to deal with the phenomena is to shave off the brute's mental history and create a multiplicity of phenomena of illusions, so that each illusion will twirl on its own orbit, something similar to a floating balls in vacuums. This creation of multiple Multiplicity, multiplicities of phenomena of illusions entailed the principle of crossbreeding the nigger and the horse, and we will state above the purpose of which is to create diversified divisions of labor, labor thereby creating different levels of labor and different values of illusion at each connecting level level of labor labor. The result of which is the severance of the point of original beginnings for each spear illusion. Since we fell, since we feel that 
the subject matter may get more complicated as we proceed in laying down our economic plan concerning the purposes, reasons, and efforts of crossbreeding horses and niggers. We shall lay down the following definitions, terms for the future, for future generations. Orbiting cycles means a thing turning in a given path. Axis means upon which or around which motor around which a body turns. Phenomenon means something beyond ordinary con conception and inspires wonder. Mot multiplicity means a great number. Crossbreeding a horse means to take a horse, breed it with an ass, and you get a dumb, backwards-ass, long-headed mule that is non-reproductive and non-productive by itself. Wow. Crossbreeding niggers means to take some drops of good white blood and putting them into a nigger woman, putting them in an... Wow. Crossbreeding niggers means take some good drops of white blood, putting them into as many female nigger savages as possible, varying the drops by the various tones that you want, and then letting them breed with each other until you until another circle of color color appears as your desire. Which means in this putting the nigger and the horse in a breeding pot, mix some asses and some good white blood, and what do you get? You got a multiplicity of colors, colors of ass backwards unusual niggers running tied to, running tied to backward ass long headed mules. To one productive, one productive by its, to one productive, of itself, one, is sterile. Wow. The other contains, the other, constant, the one constant, the other dying. We keep the nigger constant. For we may replace the mule for another tool. Both mule and nigger tied to each other. Wow. Neither knowing where each other come from. Neither productive for itself nor without each other. Wow. Controlling languages. Crossbreeding complications. I'm sorry. Crossbreeding completed. For future severance from their original beginnings, we must completely annihilate the mother tongue of both nigger and the new mule and institute a new language that involves a new life work of both. You now, you know languages in particular institutions. It leads to a heart, it leads to the heart of the people. The more of the more a foreigner knows about the language of another country, the more he is able to move through the levels of society. Therefore, if a form, foreigner is an enemy of the country to an extent that he knows the body of language, to that extent the country is vulnerable to attack or invasion of a foreign culture. For example, if you take a slave, if you teach him all about your language he will know all about your secrets and he and then no more and then he will be no more a slave for you cannot fool him no longer becoming a fool is one of the basic ingredients of any in incident to main to the maintenance of the slavery system
For example, if you told a slave that he must perform in getting out our crops, our crops, and he knows that the language and he knows the language well, he would know that our crops didn't mean our crops. And the slave system would break down, for he would relate on the basis of what our crops really mean. So you have to be careful in setting up the new language, for the slaves would soon be in your house, talking to you as man to man, and that is death to our economic system. In addition, the definition, the definitions of words or terms are only minute of a part process. Values are created and transported by, com by communications through the body of the language. A total society has many interconnecting value systems. All the values in the society have bridges and languages connecting them for orderly work in the society. But for these languages for these but for these language bridges these many value systems would sharply clash and cause eternal strife or civil war the degree of conflicting beings determined by magnet wow let me read that again the degree of the conflict being determined by magnitude of the issue of the relative opposing strength in whatever form. For example, if you put a slave in a hog pen and train him to live in it and incorporate in his values, it will, for example, let me read that again. For example, if you put a slave in a hog pen and train him to live there, incorporate, in, incorporate, incorporate in him to value it as a way of life the biggest problem would you will have of him coming and asking you for coming and asking you and worrying you about provisions to keep the whole pen clean wow so therefore make sure you treat the slaves good or you will have a problem or he will soon be in your house. Wow. I could barely read that. The Willie Lynch letter, letter y'all. Make sure y'all follow. And tell everybody else I'm about to break it down. Into four parts. I'm about to read the beginning. That's going to be an episode. I'm going to read the part that's called Let's Make a Slave. I'm going to break that down. Make sure you tell everybody to follow and listen to this. And tell me what you think. Make sure you go to Uncle Mo's Deli on Plank Road. Get that Uncle Mo burger. Buy one Uncle Mo burger. Get one free. Use special promo code the Weeping One forward slash UMB5557. Thank you. The Weeping One. I go by the name of Visual Viagra. I was drawn to your podcast. I guess just to say, to be enlightened. I have to say that I enjoyed it. I promise I will be back again. And that's only because of the intellectual twist 
to one's mind that the average person cannot see unless you show it to them. And I appreciate that from you and your light working skills. See, what you should have recorded was when you said I was, what did you say? I was undermining the authority of a man. Yeah, see, you don't want to put that on your podcast because you know what? You'll fail. You'll fail miserably because you're undermining a woman. Me, that is. Because at the end of the day, if you think that you can sit there and talk shit about your viewers and your listeners and think that you're going to get anywhere in life, bruh, you're going to go nowhere. I guarantee told you that shit. Then on top of that, when you start fucking with one of his children, guess what happens? Your shit goes straight down the fucking toilet, you ignorant son of a bitch. <laughs>